Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 53, How Gills Work. In episodes 51 and 52, we've been talking about gas exchange for marine organisms, how animals get oxygen out of seawater. The simplest way is to simply allow it to diffuse across your body surface, and many marine organisms do just that. Check out episode 52 for details. But if you are an animal whose metabolic rate or activity level requires more oxygen than simple diffusion across your body wall can supply, you need to be a little more aggressive. Most marine invertebrates have evolved some sort of anatomy dedicated to gas exchange, a diverse array of structures collectively known as gills. Gill, or gills, is a generic term in common usage that denotes specialized structures and tissues where oxygen diffuses out of water and carbon dioxide diffuses out of the animal. It does not imply monophyletic derivation, which is a fancy way of saying all the animals that have gills have them because they got them from a common ancestor. Instead, this is an example of independent evolution, different groups of animals evolving the same common solution to a common problem independently. Because so many different groups have gills, it shows just how important respiration is. Oxygen is actually relatively hard to get out of water, as its concentration in water is much lower than in air, meaning the concentration gradient between inside and outside an animal's tissues is much smaller. So diffusion happens at a slower rate. How different could it be? Well, oxygen diffuses out of air 10,000 times faster than out of water. That means that organisms that need to harvest dissolved oxygen from the water need highly efficient means of doing so. Enter gills. As we've talked about before, diffusion requires surface area. The more surface area, the more diffusion can take place, and gills are all about surface area. Across all of the different invertebrates of the seashore, gills are made of thin layers or filaments of tissue, maximizing the surface area to volume ratio through copious folding or finger-like projections. One side of the tissue is exposed to the external environment, either directly by being projected from the animal's body, or indirectly by being housed inside the animal's body with active ventilation by seawater. On the other side of the membranous tissue is the circulatory fluid of the animal into which the oxygen diffuses and is then carried to the cells of the animal's body. This fluid might be something we would recognize as blood, though perhaps with different pigments, or it might just be water. This tissue works best when it's thin and delicate, so there's little to no structural support for gills. Instead, they rely on the density of water to hold them up and keep them separated. Another reason we don't see gills in land animals. Regardless of whether the gills project out from the body or are housed in a body cavity, they need to be constantly ventilated, supplied with fresh oxygenated water. Motile organisms, those that can move through the water, use this motion as their ventilation. Rather than bringing fresh water to their gills, they bring their gills to fresh water. Water is a lot more viscous than air, however, and the smaller you are, the more this viscosity impacts your ability to move through it. Organisms that are sessile, those that live attached to one spot on the ocean floor, have to either choose their spot carefully, placing themselves in the paths of currents or wave action that continuously bring oxygenated water to them, or create those currents themselves. Many marine organisms use tiny hairs called cilia that wave back and forth, creating currents that bring a continuous stream of water to the gills, moving it through the body. 
Mollusks, arthropods, polychaete worms, and echinoderms have all evolved a variety of specialized gas exchange structures, and we'll look at some of these organisms in the coming weeks. This has been episode 53 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on Wabanaki land. Check out photos of intertidal organisms on our Instagram. Search at The Essential Rhythm. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Sid Hartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week. <laughs>